0: This episode of Stuck in the 80s is sponsored by The 80s Cruise.
1: Yeah, and I heard you and I are going to be neighbors again in 2018.
0: You bet! Brad and I are returning as trivia hosts again, and we just got our cabin assignments this week. Alas, we have adjoining cabins. That means it's time for me to invest in a better set of earplugs. Was there some sort
1: of ruckus? I heard a ruckus! Could you describe the ruckus, Piercy? I, I can't imagine what you're implying. I certainly am a lovely person to room next to, and I'm quite certain that Mrs. B-Rad and I were very discreet. Ah, uh, you just keep
0: thinking that, Sparky. In the meantime, let me remind everyone that Rick Springfield is hosting the 2018 Cruise, and he's bringing some friends along like Loverboy, Billy Ocean,
1: Berlin, Mike and the Mechanics, Thomas Dolby, and more. Don't forget the VJs, Nina Blackwood, Alan Hunter, and Mark Goodman will also be on hand doing meet and greets, interviewing artists, and generally just being the coolest people on the planet. The ship is already
0: 75% sold out, but there is time left to book. Go to www.the80scruise.com and use STUCK as your promo code. You'll save $1,000 or more
1: on your cabin. And maybe you'll end up in the room on the other side of Spearsy. Just imagine the possibilities there, compadre.
0: Oh, great. I'll just bring an extra set of earplugs just in case. Now let's start the show.
2: Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the advice. Carpe Diem. Seize the day. The comebacks. Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer! Uh-huh.
0: And the technology. Are
2: you telling me that you built a time machine? A
0: because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s.
2: Can you say stuck in the 80s?
0: Hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears and b Rab. And today we give you our song picks for the Ultimate 80s Summer Playlist.
2: Tension breaker had to be
1: done. Anybody else?
0: By the way, Stuck in the 80s is now a member of the CLNS Media Network. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and the CLNS Media Mobile app.
1: We're on an app. That's so cool, Spears. I said nap. We're on a nap. Oh, nap, nap, <laughs> app, nap. Okay. Well, moving on. Regardless, joining us today, hailing from the only state in the union with a one-syllable name, often imitated but never duplicated, short on consonants but long on style, we are thrilled to have back on the show Jen with one N.
3: Wow! What a lengthy and complete introduction. Thank you so much. Hi, everybody. Sup.
0: So um, this show topic might sound a little familiar to the really long-term fans of Stuck in the 80s, and that's because we actually did something like this similar back in uh, 2008. If you go back, it's uh, episode 128, our salute to summer, including the top summer movies and songs. But that's been almost ten years, and so we thought with summer, kind of,
1: there's so much more '80s music since then.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, our catalog's uh, well. nearly doubled. Um, so we thought, well, let's just have some fun. Everyone's making up uh, playlists these days on Spotify. These young kids with their Zima and their Spotify. So we thought, let's just throw out some uh, some songs that we're listening to these days for the summer, and we'll have some fun. At the end, if you guys want to email us and send us your picks for uh, a summer playlist song, perfect. We'll share it on a future show.
3: I'm going to um, go he- go ahead and say that this is the ultimate summer 80s mixtape. Mixtape being in quotations, I guess. <laughs> okay. All we right. can do that.
0: Um, I, if you, anyone actually has a functioning cassette player anymore, I'd be impressed. But hey, did, Brad, didn't you make one time like a, like a USB... Or like a like a thumb drive that you hid inside of
1: a cassette player. Yeah, I I took the guts of a thumb drive and put them into an an old cassette case. I basically took apart a cassette case and took most of the tape out of it so that the thumb drive guts would fit in it. And I made a mix USB stick tape for my wife for Valentine's Day. Aww. That's
3: awesome! So engineery.
1: Did you make an extra yeah. one that we gave away? I think we made one we gave away. I think I think Molly Jones got it. Molly Jones. it. I loaded it up with Aldivo. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> For some reason, I thought Marissa. I thought Marissa had gotten it, but I think Molly got it. I, it was
0: uh, one of the I'm Ms. Sure,
1: I'm sure we'll find out. So you definitely, definitely an M. I'm going to go with that. Yeah, that uh, was so, fun. That was uh, actually an easier craft than you might think.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they make them now. You can just buy them, but you wouldn't have the love that you put into it. That's true. And I mean, I had like the tape label on it and everything (laughs) was nice. We're dragging (laughs) out this intro ridiculously long. So let me tell you how it's going to work. Each one of us has picked two songs. One is a little bit more of an obvious song. And then the other one is either a deeper cut or a story that kind of means something to us personally, or we have a story associated with. I'm not going to say that my story is sad today, but I'm going to say that my story beckons in an era of sadness. So you have that to look forward to.
3: (laughs) That, That sounds sad. <laughs>
0: exactly. I got you've got you play the cards you're dealt. And I play the oh. Eeyore card whenever I can. There's <laughs> something
1: to that. There's something to that. So Brad, what's your first song of the summer? So my first song of the summer is Tonight She Comes by the Cars. So explain to me your love of uh, tonight she comes. Okay, so look, uh, you know, yeah, another we got another pop song with a double entendre title. Let's let's get past that. I don't get it. <laughs> I, well, good. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Maintain that innocence as long as you can, Jen. With one end, um, this song just screams summer to me. It's the new It's the new song, and I actually talked about this a couple shows ago. It's the new song that was on the Car's Greatest Hits release. And in my mind, it was out in the summer of 85. When I looked it up today, it actually wasn't released until October of 85. And this charted in, like, January, which is weird. But to me, this song is... Every time I hear it, I'm driving back and forth to the beach with my friends in my little Mazda GLC wagon, singing along, playing the keyboards on the dashboard, and it just it's evocative <laughs> of that summer.
3: I also picture you with a bassoon all, uh, while you're driving, too. <laughs> well,
1: that's, wrote in. The, that's where somebody you'd wrote be wrong.
0: They, somebody else wrote in and said they, ha- they were also a bassoon player back then. Yes,
1: I had, so a long, uh, I had a long kind of therapy session with them. It was good. I feel Excellent.
0: better. I, I the thing about the Cars is I think like almost all their songs sound like uh, songs of summer. There's something just inherently summerish about the Cars.
3: But kind of dark too. Like even their brightest songs, like including this one, has a sort of dark undertone, which I think makes it more interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it is almost you know it is so poppy. This is I think one of their most poppy songs too. Um, but yeah, it's no certainly no drive. Um, <laughs> Thankfully. What's uh, <laughs> the other one I always love. I always maintain that the cars have some of the, the most depressing songs, too. You they know, do. They do.
0: Since You're Gone. You know. Yeah.
1: Uh, I love it. So do, do you guys remember the video for this? No. You need to go and take a look at it. It would go in a time capsule as being like just so super 80s. The band all have these enormous mullets, and they're wearing these shoulder pads, filled linen jackets that look like they've got football pads underneath. The shoulder oh, pads are God. so big. And there's crazy graphics patterns on these jackets. And just oh, it's amazing. I you love gotta it. check it out. I are love there a love lot
3: it. of special effects in this one? I mean like really special. <laughs> but like No. No, not this not, one. I'm not thinking of, the not right as as much thinking of A uh, lot
1: of
0: them. Um, well, you're thinking of magic, I think. That has a lot of special effects in it. Maybe. Magic.
1: Um, and uh you might think
3: that's what i'm thinking of yeah yeah no cool. this is
1: pretty straightforward 80s video cheesy goodness but check it out yeah
0: e- excellent excellent jen what is your uh, obvious song of summer
3: well i like to call this the incredibly obvious song of summer <laughs> because it is cruel summer by bananarama <laughs>
0: You no, know, I can't I can't hear the song without thinking about Karate Kid. I'm sorry, they're inseparable. I'm okay with that. It's yeah, still a great I, song. A great it song is a great this. song.
3: And I, I I think I haven't seen Karate Kid in such a long time. It's not what? it's not my first. I, I mean I love the movie, but it's just been a while. But uh yeah, no, this song, I love it. I I yeah, I mean Bananarama. They're so cool. So this song was uh top ten in nineteen eighty three in the UK and then in nineteen eighty four um, came over and became a big hit in the U.S. But I was looking... I was just curious about the song because, I don't know, i was looking a little deeper. And one of the singers in the song was saying that the song, quote, played on the darker side of summer sp- songs, speaking of darker. Yeah,
2: she says, uh, it
3: looked it looked at the oppressive heat, the misery of wanting to be with someone as the summer ticked by. We've all been there. But what was so funny to me is that it was shot in New York City in August, which if you've ever been in the city in oppressive. August... Oppressive. Yeah. 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 It, it was actually perfect, even though I, I also heard that they went... It was just an excuse <laughs> to be able to go to New York City because they'd never been. But... Oh, um funny. Yeah, but... I English. Right, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, the song is just so fun and so, I mean... I don't know. I I can never hear this song too many times. Um, And, you know, in addition to the Karate Kid, uh, fun, super 80s bonus fact, the song is also featured in that Knight Rider episode, Kit versus Car.
1: Mm, Good good robot car versus bad robot car.
3: Yeah. And I I do not remember that song being in that episode either. So that's probably a blessing.
0: That's a future 80s cruise trivia question, I think. Yeah, right. That's a good one.
3: You heard it here first.
0: You're going to really be pissed with that one.
3: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So in really. the
0: episode, they are going to be like, we're leaving. Here's the most important question, Jen. Uh, did you ever adopt the Bananarama fashion style in the 80s? I,
3: I didn't even attempt it. Because, you know, you look at that video and you see they look adorable. Their hair is barely brushed and they're wearing baggy overalls. You could pull that off. Come on. I mean, I don't even think at 13 I could have pulled that off. I don't know. I I would have felt pretty silly. But they looked so, I mean, despite the heat and sweat, they looked so cool in in their outfits (laughs) and, like, bopping around. I don't know. It looked like so much fun to be Bananarama.
1: I'm
0: kind of glad they're back together, too.
1: I'm glad you picked this song because it it always reminds me of when I first moved to California. Oh, nice. Well, no, not really. Oh. It was a month until school started. I knew nobody... I had no transportation. I was stuck in my bedroom for a month waiting for school to start, basically. And I just. Wait, oh.
0: did, did, did you have a bike that you ran around in and then you met no. the uh, superintendent of the apartment complex and he taught no. you? Because uh, this no. is sounding
1: really familiar. My reality was not quite that glamorous. but Although the other, on the upside, I also didn't get the crap beat out of me.
0: Yeah, it was a cruel summer.
1: Uh, so here's my pick for the
0: obvious song. Uh, so obvious that it also is featured in episode 128, but I couldn't resist because I hadn't heard it much before. We, were, we talked about it 10 years ago, and now I'm kind of addicted to it, especially this time of year. I give you uh, Summertime Girl by YNT. Oh, wow. Anybody recognize uh, one of the movies that this song appears in?
1: Mm, Nope. Total blank. Mm -hmm. Think about it. I
0: think it was based in California, I think, in college. We talked um, about it on one of the nerd shows. um, Not the sure thing. that would be real genius. Real genius it is, yeah. Mm -hmm. When the gang goes down to the um, the tanning contest playing in the background. When they walk in the door. So there you go. So Y&T was originally known as Yesterday and Today and then wisely <laughs> changed their names to Y&T. Sounds like a terrible candy bar. It does. I, I always thought that Y&T were like the l- l- initials of their last names or something. No, Yesterday and Today. Uh, anyway, they're from Oakland. And uh, they were kind of active in the 70s. They really kind of hit their stride in the, uh, the 80s. And uh, ni- uh, 1985 was the summertime girls came out. It was their highest charting hit. Uh, but it only reached number fifty-five on the Billboard Hot 100, so there you go. Hmm.
1: Again, the video for this is is amazing. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's yeah. Amazing. Total eighties Parmesan. Like, yeah,
3: I'm gonna have to watch it because I do not remember this song at all.
0: Salty cheese. Uh, I love it. It's it's it is, it is just it has it is everything that should be that is good and pure about the summer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Beaches. Ah. Really short shorts, cut-off shirts, and girls in
0: bikinis. Blonde hair. Everyone's in shape.
3: Yeah, I can smell the uh, sunscreen.
0: Yeah, yes. the coconut oil.
1: Band Soleil for the yeah. San Tropez.
0: Not, not a cloud in the sky, unlike you know today in Florida where it's rained for 15 straight days. There's no summertime girls in Florida these days, I'm telling you. Okay, Sad. so we've gotten through the uh, the really obvious ones. Now it's time to to get a little interesting here. So let's talk about some of the more uh, deeper cuts of summer. Um, ooh, Brad, ooh, what is, ooh, I Brad, I got one. I got Brad?
2: one. Brad, you put one. your
0: hand down, Brad. I was
1: going to call on you anyway. Oh, oh. sorry, Mister Spearsy, sir. So, you know, to me, summertime when I was in high school, less so in college, but when I was in high school, it was all about being in the car, like driving around with your friends, because the car was like your freedom from being it's your at castle, home. A castle, man. Yeah, Yeah, Your apartment on
3: wheels, for sure. Exactly.
1: So the soundtrack to those summers was Adam and the Ants or Adam Ant or whatever, you know, whoever was with them in the band that month. Uh, And so my deeper cut is one of my absolute favorite Adam and the Ants song from 1981's Prince Charming. I give you the lead track, Scorpios.
0: Somehow I just find it hard to believe that you were listening to Adamant in Oklahoma.
1: Oh my gosh, it was amazing.
3: Don't
0: yes. they kick your
1: ass for that sort of thing? Well, that's why you listen to it. <laughs> this and this Devo and were like my big, you know, look how crazy I am. I don't listen to your album, Oriented Rock, man. I listen to like cool stuff.
3: He was an outlier, B-Rad.
1: I, I was, oh. especially in Weatherford, Oklahoma. You were but the I Dr. Dim a of, you my were the friends, Dr. of Oklahoma. I convinced a few of my friends to come along. Maybe that's why I'm so sympathetic with Dim, because I recognize where he's coming from.
3: What was your car at this time?
1: Um, let's see. It probably would have been that same GLC wagon some of the time. Uh, when it was running, my first car was a 1972 Triumph Spitfire. Wow. Uh, nice. No radio in that. Uh, so I had the boom box sitting in the back for that. <laughs> Excellent. That's yeah. just perfect. I could totally vision that. Yeah. You know, you could picture it. Yeah. So actually I actually got pulled over in that car by the campus cops because I had four people in the car, and oh, they no. couldn't ticket you. you, they couldn't arrest you, but they could hassle you. That, long story longer. I love this song. It's got this great beat. It's got this driving horn line, and it. You know, it's funny you would say that, Jen. You know, Brad was an outlier. That's what kind of what it's about. And I was never that like. You know, I just wasn't ever that flashy. I never have been in life. Uh but it's fun to kind of sing that song like, Oh, this guy's super flashy and he knows he's on the edge and he wants you to look at him. Like that was not who I was, but it was fun to kind of try that on. You know? Yeah, and who Brad, better
3: than Adam Ant, right? Yeah. Exactly. Brad, have you ever seen him
0: have you ever seen him perform live? I have, yeah. Did he
1: play, did he play this um, song? No. He didn't play anything on that tour that really needed much horn backup. Uh, it was a few point. years back. It was a few years back. My son and I went and saw him it was a small club here in LA, and that was really cool. Again, uh, you know, another common theme: seeing bands of my youth with my son, which is really yeah. kind of cool. Jen, have you ever seen him?
3: Never. I'd love to, though. He's
1: he's touring
0: yeah. uh, this fall. Quite. He's the show. coming back. Huh. He's playing. I think it's just basically he's just playing the hits. It's like one of his uh, hits tours. So Ghost hits, oh, nice. So to definitely worth uh, the the trip if you get a chance to see him. And he's playing smaller venues, so that's nice too. Yeah. Okay, Jen, your turn. What is your deep cut of summer?
3: My deep cut of summer is a little tune called Dry County by the B-52s.
0: That's an amazing pick.
3: I love this song yeah, so much. And I don't it was, think I've ever. So oh, good. you've never heard of it? Well, that's that's good.
1: Yeah, I don't think so because I don't know this album that well. But I put it on today, and I'm like, Steve, this is a great pick.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, this whole album, Cosmic Thing, the, mm-hmm. from beginning to end, sounds like summer. Um, and I picked this song in particular. So this came out in late '80s. I think it was '89, even. But I picked this song because. When it came out, I was living in Las Vegas, and this was the summer before my senior year. And there's that great line about, I mean, dry county. <laughs> I did, I, <laughs> but there's just that feeling when you're in high school. I, I probably had a job but didn't work many hours. Right. That feeling that the summer is going to last forever is such a precious time. You know what I mean? You just that, that sit Absolutely. on the porch and swing like, what am I going to do with the hours ahead of me this day? Every yeah. summer day. is amazing. Is amazing. Yeah. So this song puts yeah. me back there so quickly. So oh, that's quickly.
1: great. Yeah. I actually did grow up in a dry county, so... Uh,
3: well, I didn't actually know what a dry county <laughs> was till like five years later. I'm <laughs> like, oh, Lucky. oh. Lucky you. <laughs> I was quite literal, I guess, as a junior in high school, so... <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I love this song. I love it.
0: So here's my deep cut. I'll play this song and then I'll tell you the story. This is Oingo Boingo with the song called Sweat. I know this song doesn't seem to imply anything about the summer except for the fact that we're all sweating through it. But Uncle Bunga was huge for me uh, in the late, later part of the 80s. This song actually, though, was was released in 1983. It was off their album Good for Your Soul. In the summer of 87, 30 years ago, it um, was like the last truly great summer I ever had. I was at the University of Florida. I played tennis with my best friend every day, and then we went swimming, and then Saturday and Sunday, we, we worked together at this breakfast okay. diner. We both had girlfriends who um, I had lasagna girl at that time, a.k.a. pink lingerie girl, a peach lingerie girl.
3: girl. A.k.a.
0: lasagna <laughs> girl. <Got> it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So every day we would we, go to our two classes that we had to go to. We would play tennis for like two hours. We'd jump in a the pool. Then we'd write letters to our girlfriends and then... Drink all night and then just, you know, rinse and repeat, (laughs) rinse and repeat every day. I was, uh, you know, I was probably in the best shape of my life. I was nice and tan. I was in love. You know, everything was just kind of going my way. I can honestly say that was probably the happiest I'd ever been. And and I associated for some reason with this song. I guess because I think I used to like kind of sing it out a little bit when I was like smashing the ball against my friend Darren. Oh, it's a great song. It all ended badly because there was one night where I overdrank and then I didn't show up to work the next day. And we both worked at the same diner and he was a waiter and I was a cook. And so I didn't show up and the other cook didn't show up. So they couldn't open that day. So he lost his paycheck that day. And
1: uh, this story has come uh, up before. I, never,
0: I remember this. Story. Yeah. I never went back to work. I never went back to work there and um, they were cutting my hours anyway. So I was, I was getting paid next to nothing. So I never went back to work and he never really forgave me. We were never really friends after that. So oh, it's like, man,
3: It was going so well there for a while. I know,
1: I know. And then the bridge blew up. (laughs) And I haven't
0: played tennis since. And I've never, I've I've never had, never been that tan. And I've never been that much in love since then. So there you go. How's that? So close, Steve. There's only one thing. (laughs) There's only one thing that's going to cheer me up, and you know what it is. The segues. As we teased you last week, we have a couple letters from people who um, wanted to contribute their own stories about graduation in the 80s. And because the first one's from Amy in San Francisco, we're going to let Jen read it.
3: Okay. Here we go. Spearzy, I can beat you in the sad graduation story. I had friends in high school, but my friends were younger and from neighboring high schools from a citywide youth group. So after graduation, I'm not going to need to linger. Graduation's over and all the kids are piling out of the venue to meet their parents and take the obligatory pictures with the graduate. I'm looking and looking for my parents. And after about 10 minutes, I come to the realization my parents are gone. So I spent the ride home. Oh my God. (laughs) So (laughs) I spent the ride home in my 71 Cutlass Supreme crying. I walk in the house and ask, what the... And my mom says, I thought you were going to a party. In what world would this shy kid be invited to a post-grad rager? So in addition to humiliating me by leaving me to the sad stares of everyone as I search for them in vain, she's serving a second dose of unintended humiliation as I have to relate to her. No, no one invited me. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Rough, guys. <laughs> All right, here we go fast oh my God, forward, I'm dying oh, send oxygen <laughs> amy you are killing b red all right here we go back to her letter fast forward 4 years to college graduation i do have great friends graduating but we all have plans for post graduation restaurant brunch with our parents again i walk out and this time my mom and siblings are there but my dad's gone he wanted to get a jump on seating at brunch it, it is boston and in his defense there are many colleges graduating that weekend I was outranked by brunch. (laughs) Oh, man. My now (laughs) husband has heard my sad sack story of high school graduation over our three years together and literally begged him not to go. Nearly 25 years, and it still hurts. My kid's graduating next year, and I will be waiting for him. There is a grad night a la B-Rad, but good parents know it comes after the hugs and obligatory grad pictures. Ordering the Eggs Benedict and Stuck in the 80s, Amy and SF.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when I first read this letter, I was laughing so hard my kids thought I was going to have a stroke.
3: Poor right? Amy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel
1: for Oh, her. my I gosh. For it's you. awful. It is awful, but it is hilarious you know in the in the true definition of you know tragedy is when i get a hangnail comedy is when you fall through an open manhole cover
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i read oh. it i read it when i was at work waiting for a meeting to start and i always get to meetings early and first thing in the morning i start reading all my emails and i was reading it and I guess people start walking in. And they're like, oh, "Is everything okay, Steve?" <laughs> I, felt, <laughs> I felt so sick and sad. They're like, "You look you look a little white." I'm like, "No, I'm just reading the world's saddest story." Oh, like, tell me, oh tell gosh. me. I'm like, "No, no, I don't want to. You know, I don't. I don't know if she meant for us to share this yet. So, you know, and, and you all don't care about the '80s. So, damn you all to hell." But but oh my God, Amy, that is. Uh, yeah, it makes me feel better about my situation. That's
1: for sure. Yeah, but look uh,
3: guys, uh, Amy made it through and now her yeah. kids get to benefit from her <laughs> her uh trial.
1: Oh my gosh. I just it's just so funny. It's just so vivid. See. It's so vivid. <laughs> yeah, I can picture it.
0: Oh jeez. Okay. Brad, hopefully the second letter is a cheerier one. I'm not sure it is, but we'll see. Uh this I think one's be from- okay. <laughs> letter two is from Patrick uh
1: gypsy juggler Thompson. So does that mean he's a gypsy who juggles or he juggles gypsies? Let's go Let with us the know, Patrick. Let us know. Just a little tiny gypsies. So Patrick writes, just finished listening to the graduation podcast, and I felt I needed to contribute this story. I graduated from John Marshall High School in Cleveland, Ohio, in 1984. I spent the majority of my school time in the print shop. Actually, I'm still employed in that field today. We had a large skid of blue paper that we used for training purposes for the printing press. During fall of the senior year, we decided to make notepads to sell the student body without the teacher's knowledge. We decided on the artwork, a silhouette of two people having sex with the phrase things to do today printed on it. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes the, here's the understatement of the of the year from Patrick. They were very popular. But after Christmas break we went on to other things. When graduation time came around I was ready to leave, but I felt I was the type of person that no one would remember by the 10 year reunion. Until the moment I walked out of school on the last day and I saw a car drive by full of seniors with a large sign on the side of the car with that same silhouette and the phrase, things to do after graduation. Famously stuck in the yeah. 80s, Pat, Gypsy Juggler, Thompson. Wow.
3: That's awesome. <laughs> That's yeah. so cool.
1: Yeah. Nobody,
0: nobody has a story that great. Nobody Jeez. lives on in that kind of infamy. No. On, I'm, that, really, I'm impressed that Forever with, Pat yeah.
3: I'm impressed With Pat's um, Entrepreneurial drive I think that's Really yeah. Very cool yeah.
0: That's the sort of thing That would have landed you Like suspended Or expelled In our school They would not have A sense of humor About that Anywho We love your letters Send them to us uh, Podcast at SIT80s.com We'll be right back After this commercial break
1: No little cinnamon gum Freshens
2: breath Longer than Big Red So kiss A little longer Laugh A little longer
0: we're back we have just a few minutes left I thought hey let's play uh, something we've forgotten about for the last few weeks let's play what's your 80s obsession
1: Brad what is your 80s obsession well I have a couple ones very quick a couple weeks ago we talked about uh, the U2 show that I went to here at the Rose Bowl and because I'm a narcissistic jerk I did not mention that I met one of our listeners Dave Parrott and his wife Carol super nice people super nice people um, got to chat with them for a little while. They had flown in from Denver and spent the weekend in LA and just uh, really nice people. And not only that, he bought me a beer at the Rose Bowl, which meant he had to take out like a third mortgage to afford that. So Dave, awesome. super friend of the show, Dave Parrott, not just a fan, but a friend. So that was cool. Um, and I apologize for not giving you the shout out, Dave. That was just cause I'm a dick. Let's face it. Uh, the, the other thing, when we started talking about this show, I remembered, as it turned out, it was four years ago, we posted this thing on the Facebook page, like, give us your favorite 80s driving songs, and I'll build a playlist out of them. And I went back and found that, and I've been going through it. And it's great. It's just this really fun uh, playlist. And I, along with the playlist that we're doing for this show, I'm going to put that one back together in Spotify, and I'll post that one as well.
3: Nice. Were there any standouts on that list?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, Jen with 1N suggested that we include Rio by Duran Duran.
3: That that was from four years ago? Yep. That's bonkers. I I don't actually remember doing that.
1: (laughs) It doesn't sound like a song you would want on that. It was during your uh, cocaine-fueled years, I guess. Um, Must have been. A lot of Journey, a fair bit of Depeche. Um, One of my favorites was uh, Stone in Love, which I love, the instrumental at the end of that. Um, A couple other things. Anyway, uh, without going into it anymore, it's a great playlist. I'll get it posted in the next few days. So fun. Jen, what is your
3: 80s obsession? Well, Brad, you'll be shocked to hear I also have a twofer. What? <laughs> I know. Uh, so so it's a couple of documentaries that are both yep. Yeah, are both streaming on Netflix and I have been recommending them together. <laughs> How annoying is that? But um okay, so do you guys remember the movie Truth or Dare?
1: I rem- I'm aware of it. Yes. Yes. Okay. More so of the te- game. Yeah.
3: Technically, well, she plays the game with anyway. So technically, that came out in 1991. However, it was covering her Blonde Ambition tour, which was granted in 1990, but it was touring her album, Like a Prayer, which came out in 1989. So I feel like I make it in under the oh. wire. Yes. Technicality is a plenty. But, um, so the movie is called Strike a Pose and it catches up with all of her amazingly talented and gorgeous dancers. Um, oh. yeah, it's really, I was, I kind of was watching it. Um kind of out of curiosity I didn't think it would be very good and it turned out to be so good and so entertaining and all those guys were um more interesting than I thought they would be and just still so beautiful and I don't know it was it was really really good and um and you know at the at the time there was a lot of uh talk about safe sex because AIDS was a real it was at the in the late 80s was starting to become more manageable, I guess. We we knew more about mm-hmm. the disease and we knew more about how to, you know, prevent it, all that yeah. stuff. So as I was watching it, I started remembering about this other documentary that was in my queue for like a couple of years called How to Survive a Plague. And so uh-huh. a couple nights later I watched that and it is such a good documentary, you guys. It's probably one of the best I've seen in the last couple of years. Um came out in twenty twelve and it's about in the mid to late 80s, a group called Act Up. And it's... you guys familiar with that at all? No, Mm -hmm. I am not. Possibly. You got to watch this movie, you guys. It is so good because what I thought Act Up was was a sort of a gay, lesbian, bisexual group that was like Mm -hmm. more about um, sort of social change. But as I'm watching this movie, they actually created real like legislative change and medical change. Huh. It's amazing. Like these people, they just learned all about the, all they could about sort of, um, AIDS treatment and demanded from drug companies that they get these drugs out and af- make them affordable. And they went to Congress and uh, it' amazing, amazing. Like, huh. I cannot wow. believe. Yeah, it, it's really quite good. And, uh, I don't know, it, it just was very moving and they would do a lot of, sort of social action as well that were also very theatrical, but also very, very touching and very sad, Um, but also very, um, I don't know, inspiring. And the fact that they were fighting for their lives just sort of is the current throughout the whole documentary. So those are the two docs I I recommend, both streaming on Netflix, Strike a Pose and How to Survive a Plague. And since it's June when this uh, episode drops, I figured Pride Month was a good time to mention it. Cool.
0: Yeah. Here's my 80s obsession. Um, I'm doing everything I can to avoid all reviews of last night's U two concert in Tampa. I did not go. There was a thundering rainstorm. I didn't buy tickets in the first place. I never was gonna go. <laughs> and it's sort of like, had like this, I was actually sort of rooting for the weather to get bad and, and maybe the cancel the cancellation of the concert would happen like after two songs and stuff like that and Send all the wet U two fans home, but no it didn't You're happen. Such that the-
2: a <laughs> oh my
3: gosh. <laughs> so your obsession is not reading about the concert that yes. got rained on.
0: I'm, 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 I'm avo- like I avoid political news these days sometimes. I'm avoiding U two reviews. I don't want to hear any more people tell me how, how glorious and once in a lifetime that show was last night. Anyway, <laughs> I'll get over it. I'll get over all this. I'll be wow. back to the old spirit. Somebody needs a hug. <laughs> Anyway, hey, that's all we have time for this week. Don't forget you can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and the CLNS Media mobile app. Don't forget to visit HelloFresh.com. Remember, if you sign up and use the promo code RADICAL30, you'll save $30 off your first order, and you'll also help out the podcast. Uh, and And as always, if you're liking what you hear, please write us a review on iTunes. In the meantime, Brad, Jen, and myself... And a bunch of wet U2 fans and Tampa. We remain here, at least for this summer. Hopelessly stuck in the 80s.
1: Stuck in the 80s is a class of 85 production. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for our theme music. And remember, this is only an exhibition, not a competition. Please, no wagering.